0: and welcome to Pause Pop, Positively Pop Culture, where we talk about things we love enthusiastically and without guilt. I'm K.W. Taylor. And I'm Carrie Gessner. And today we're going to talk about the new film, The Marvels. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> we're also going to spend some time talking about the concept of TV shows that we like, but we don't always pay close attention <laughs> to. Yes. Yeah, yes, That's a big one. We, I do that yeah. a lot. I do that a lot too. First,
1: I, I just want to apologize for getting off our schedule a little bit and mm. let everyone know that I've been moving apartments. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I think it's funny because this is the second move I've done while we're, we've been doing Paws Pop. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hopefully, you know, I won't have to do it again very soon. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> but that's just that took up a lot of time and mm-hmm. I got a little bit off schedule. So I apologize, but no, we'll be back
0: to it. it. Soon. we will yeah. i was sick before that so i think we got that's true derailed from that too so yeah yeah but this idea of not paying super close attention to a <laughs> tv show i i was inspired to talk about this because i just recently started watching the show suits <laughs> which has nine seasons and 134 <gasps> episodes nine seasons yes and wow. it just recently dropped on i think it's on both Hulu and maybe Peacock also and like people are are discovering it like it was on the USA network, basically. Yeah. And it ended in it ended in twenty nineteen. So I think when it ended, they put it on streaming and people are just finding it all over the place. I've had like lots of people randomly tell me they were watching that. (laughs) And it's fine. I'm enjoying (laughs) it for the most part. We're not gonna really focus on talking about it per se, but it's a show where I like last night I threw an episode on before I was gonna go to bed and I almost immediately was compelled to <laughs> stop paying attention to it. <laughs> wow.
1: That does not bode well for
0: for suit. No. But no. But like I sort of basically know what's going on and yeah. I I will dip in and out. And I do that a lot with like the the laws and orders. The the law and orders. <laughs>
1: the laws and orders.
0: The laws and orders. <laughs> And I'm sure we both could could enumerate a bunch of shows that we do that with. Yeah. I, the uh, Selling Sunset latest season, I was kind of, like, in and out. Ooh. <laughs> oh, is that a hot take? Like, I was supposed to, have to cl- pay closer attention?
1: Well, no, not really. But I was sort of riveted. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's all. <laughs>
0: but, like, oh, and I do this a lot with, like, uh, like, true crime, you know, episodic things of, like, Dateline in 2020 or something. So is there... benefit to that is it a bad habit is it something people should try hard to avoid is there a service is a is there a purpose being served in in having several shows like that where we're just like it's just on to have on so what do you think
1: whoa okay those are good questions (laughs) (laughs) i just woke up so my brain no i'm just (laughs) i'm just kidding um (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I've thought about this a lot recently, not a lot recently, but I've thought about it recently because I have been, like, I have been moving, so when I was packing and when I'm unpacking, I've been putting on, like, true crime stuff, and Uh I don't pay full attention to it, Uh and, well, I think it's, I don't know if I would say beneficial to background things, but... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I think it can be helpful for us to get stuff done. There are people, mm-hmm. you know, people who like background noise and people who don't, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm someone who likes to have something on if I'm going from room to room
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just peek in every once in a while and be like, oh, what's going on on the show? And I mm-hmm. tend to choose true crime because I don't have to pay super attention to it. I probably should choose a show that I've seen before, like maybe Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. or something. Something that has mm-hmm. a lot of episodes and I know pretty well, and I don't won't get lost. Like I, I don't think mm-hmm. I could do it with a new show, a new scripted show, like you're doing with Suits. If that makes sense, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I would be like, no, I'd, I'd be too, too tempted to pay attention. I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've forgotten your other questions.
0: <laughs> oh, that's okay. No. Well, I mean, is it, I worry that it's a bad habit because Mm. I'm not usually doing it to multitask. I'm usually trying to watch the show. And then there's something about, I just get sort of distracted. Okay. Okay. We're talking about two different scenarios then. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like with your description of like doing some other task, like laundry or moving things or Mm -hmm. whatever, like I tend to throw a podcast on. Okay. And so because there's no visual, I can usually still actually pay closer attention to it. Gotcha. But with the TV thing, it's that I get sucked into my phone, basically.
1: Interesting. Okay. Well, I think that's common. I Mm -hmm. find myself on my phone often when I'm watching TV. And I've definitely seen, like, online posts about, oh, I have to have, like, three screens going so i don't have a thought <laughs> a single thought in my head <laughs> oh. and i think it's definitely what's the word i'm looking for it's definitely something that's been happening recently uh-huh. i don't think it's great <laughs> yeah yeah i thought i saw something online about how people are actually trying to create shows where you don't have to pay attention the whole time and i'm like that's ooh, i don't know about Ew. that
0: I don't love that. Just because of our
1: really bad attention span. Yeah. And I don't love that. I think we should probably, yeah. Well, I can only talk about me. I think I should probably get better at paying fuller attention Mm -hmm. to things. But I also know, like, I have a personal line. I'm like, okay, I know I'm not going to pay attention. So I'm going to put it on something I don't need to pay attention to or I don't want to fully experience, I guess. Yeah. And then there are times where I'm like, no, I like this is a show that I want to know what's going on. Or actually, like, I've been, I've gone to a couple movies recently and I'm like, whoa, this is like, I don't have my phone out. I'm paying, Mm -hmm. I'm fully immersed and it's actually really great. So shout out to movie theaters for being, (laughs) for being places like that. Yeah. But I did want to mention, Like I said, I put on true crime a lot Uh while I'm doing background things. And I don't love that about myself because I feel like it's not super respectful. So Mm. I've thought about trying to do like nature documentaries and stuff, but then I was like, what if I'm wait, what if I'm really interested in that? And like what (laughs) So I need to find something better to put on in the background. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, I think maybe a show you have seen already is the answer. Yeah. Like have so. it be a scripted show, but it's it's you've already seen it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can dip in and out. I did yeah. that when I was rewatching Friends a while back that okay. I was like something I would have on, but I have a lot of those like really not memorized, but I know the show pretty well. So it was just like a nice little friend in the background. Yeah,
1: nice. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean to answer your question or try to answer it, I don't I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with you know watching something and being on your phone and maybe doing a third thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a very common modern situation but Mm -hmm. at least for me i think there should maybe be some times where we're cognizant of that and mindful about like hey no i'm only gonna watch the tv right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think if there are times that we can limit distractions that's probably Good for our our self-discipline and our attentiveness, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 But in and of itself, like I'm
0: not I don't think you're doing a bad thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. It makes me wonder though, if I do want to work on my attentiveness, if I want to sort of train that and maybe make it a resolution for the new year. Um, should I keep watching suits?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you okay, I would say watch the next episode. And try to uh-huh. be attentive, and if you like the characters, if you like the storylines, mm-hmm. and if you like it as a show, yeah, keep going, but if you're like, ah, this, I could do without this, then don't worry about it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> what does Tom think of Suits?
0: He's not watching it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Maybe he should. So, Maybe it can be your together show, and then I'll take you forever, because well, there are 134 episodes. <laughs>
0: I will say that when I described the premise to him, he had a similar reaction that I did initially of like, this premise shouldn't exist, <laughs> because right. it's ridiculous. So let me, I'm not, again, we're not going to like focus on this, this particular no, show. I but as the an same example. reaction, so. Yeah, no. So I, yeah, I remember telling you about the premise. So the premise is that there is an attorney, Harvey Specter, played by Gabriel Macht, and he... He's kind of like a, a prodigy. He did really well in in his
1: uh... law school.
0: What do I want to say? Yeah, well, yeah, law school and stuff. But he meets this guy who who is not meeting with him to do a interview to come to the firm, which is what he initially thinks. He has a photographic memory. He was trying to escape from drug dealers or something, and he pretends to be on a legal job interview at this hotel. And Harvey, the guy's name is Mike, played by Patrick J. Adams, and Harvey recognizes immediately that mike is special he's got a photographic memory he's just like he's really sharp he's just really really sharp but he never finished college or went to law school okay. and he is not a licensed attorney yeah. he has taken the bar a bunch of times and passed it because people pay him to pretend to be them and pass the bar for them oh my gosh <laughs> so he's he could be a lawyer very very easily but uh harvey is very impressed and he goes ahead and hires him as as an associate at his firm. Now, the problem, obviously, is that lawyers, like other professions, you know, police, private investigators, whatever, have access to doing things called background checks, like very, very easily, and probably would on a new hire. But for some reason, they never run Mike through any kind of system. So he's like, up in court and stuff just like and and to me I'm like this is fraud now I'm negating the fact that Mike has been committing illegal acts the whole first episode of you know drug <laughs> dealing and and you know fraud with the bar exam but right. like he could but see Harvey would get in trouble too right is my thing yeah. and so they're the only two that know about this and it's just like i don't know
1: yeah that's it stresses me out when The premise of a show is based on a lie and every and the Uh main character and maybe one or two other people have to keep that up for for a long time. Like that's super stressful and I hate it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I have to suspend a lot of disbelief because in other ways it is a very straightforward legal comedy drama. Okay. And like that's the other thing is that it's got this outlandish premise that I feel like they should do more with and make it more stressful. And yet the first several episodes have really just been immediately going into like two cases that are like an A and B story and they're not really that compelling. Mm. And that's when I go, I wonder what's going on on, on threads or Instagram or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I just go, yeah, you know, and go right into my phone. <laughs> so I think it maybe, yeah, I'll give it another, chance um i think also other people are watching this right now because this was megan markle was on it as a right yeah paralegal so <laughs> but her character is kind of like not that major so okay i'm not even getting anything from that gina torres is like the senior partner and she's amazing so i'll just try harder to pay attention to her scenes i guess <laughs> okay i mean
1: yeah, it does, it doesn't sound like a show for me.
0: <laughs> no, it would stress you out.
1: Yes, but yeah, I would say give it a couple more episodes and you know, if it's not sparking joy, then yeah, then...
0: yeah. set it down. <laughs> set it aside. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, I may I may make that a thing that I work on in the new year of like like single tasking, you know, and not using content that has some kind of like substance to it to do other things. I really should be training that muscle in my opinion, because I think that that would make me more productive with my writing or work or whatever. Well, so,
1: I don't want to make you feel bad either because oh, we, no, all not. we all do yeah, it. We all do it. Yeah. No, so. no,
0: you're not. You're not. <laughs> okay. You're fine. It's just, I think that it, because you're right that when I have, you know, like I, I, try to watch a movie or two a week, and I try really hard to not be in my phone at all or much. Um, I haven't been to the theater in a minute, but when I, when I watch a movie at home, I try really hard to like put my phone face down okay. and just kind of keep my hand off it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you had a good experience recently going to the I had movie a great theater. Great experience. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about a positive media consumption
1: awesome <laughs> yes i went to see the marvels last night it was so good <laughs> 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 and yeah i didn't realize until we had talked about being inattentive at things that wait i have actually been having an excellent time at the movie theater because i can be fully immersed in the experience so uh-huh. i highly recommend that yeah if it's a movie that you are enthused about you know don't go to see yeah. any movie willy-nilly but yeah if you're kind of on the cusp and you're like maybe i'll see it when i when it comes out maybe i'll see it in the theaters like just go because uh-huh. it's a good experience but yeah, yeah so this is the latest marvel movie in the mcu and i'm happy to say that it's mostly standalone mm. you should probably watch the first captain marvel Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I would say this is basically Captain Marvel 2. Oh, okay. But they bring in, you know, the other Marvel character, the other Marvels. Mm-hmm. That's so confusing because <laughs> I don't mean Marvel like <laughs> the whole comics. I just mean, anyway, okay. So, yeah. like, what I'm trying to say is you don't have to watch a lot of other things before this movie because that's been a whole big thing with me and marvel i'm like i'm lost and i don't Mm -hmm. like i don't want to watch this if i don't like that character in order to understand this other thing so yeah the three main characters are carol danvers played by brie larson and her big movie was captain marvel from 2019 which is one of my favorite superhero movies it's so good Mm -hmm. and then there's Monica Rambeau, played by Teana Paris, and she was in WandaVision, which I haven't watched, but I was able to understand it. Okay. <laughs> and I do I do want to go back and watch WandaVision, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: by the time my friend and I were like, let's go Friday, I was like, oh, I don't have enough time to watch WandaVision. <laughs> so I didn't even start it. But I will probably start okay. it this weekend. Okay. And then there's Kamala Khan, played by Iman Vellani, and she had... The Ms. Marvel series, which we've talked about on here and I
0: Uh loved.
1: I thought it was helpful because I knew her character already, Uh but it's it's honestly not required viewing like you can kind of get a good intro to all of their characters in this movie. Okay. So I think that's a good thing. I think it's okay. good that you don't have a, you don't need to watch a a billion other hours of film or TV <laughs> <laughs> to be able to understand this. Yeah. But the basic premise is Carol has been out in space for thirty years because the first movie took place in the nineties, and they do show you a little bit of what happened in the first movie, but she found out that she was like part Cree, which is an alien and their planet Hala and their culture is, was run by this artificial intelligence. I just forgot the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember either. Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's going to bother me. The Supreme intelligence is what it's called. Okay. okay. <laughs> and she finds out that it's bad in the first movie. And then mm-hmm. after the first movie, she destroys it but destroying it has led to a civil war basically mm-hmm. and in those 30 years the planet has become barren it's lost its atmosphere and its water and its sunlight because of the explanation is like the war has consumed all its resources and it's kind of like well how do you consume the sun but whatever <laughs> just go with it <laughs> <laughs> so the sun is dying it's like okay okay we're just, we're going to gloss over that part. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so she has been in space dealing with all of this for the past 30 years. And she has kind of felt like she can't come home to earth until she fixes things, until she makes things right. Mm-hmm. But that has meant that she hasn't been there for her best friend, Maria Rambo and Maria's daughter, Monica. So Monica mm-hmm. has grown up, and she's become a scientist, and she went through some stuff in WandaVision, which has rendered her a superhero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she can manipulate wavelengths and stuff like that. And there is a lot of tension there when they first come together because Monica feels abandoned and Carol feels not good enough basically. And mm-hmm. then we have Kamala who I'm I have to pause every time I say her name because it, you don't say it like the vice president's name. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and she's like a high school kid who can turn light into physical matter mm-hmm. and you know, she went through a bunch of stuff in her in her own series. But now she's sort of come into her own as a superhero. But she's still very much a fangirl of Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. So what happens is Monica and Carol are investigating some mysterious portals that have appeared in space. And there are two different places. But they both touch them. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I know, don't touch things as <laughs> Nick Fury is like, why would you touch it? <laughs> and when they touch them, their powers and Kamala's get entangled oh. because they're all sort of similar powers. They all have to deal with light is what they is how they explain it. I'm just like, whatever, uh-huh. I'll go with it. I could suspend my disbelief. This is a superhero <laughs> movie. I don't care. <laughs> so the three of their powers become entangled, uh-huh. which means when two or all three of them use their powers at the same time, they swap places physically. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it is so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> because the first time they swap, Monica's out in a spacesuit, Carol's on some barren planet, and Kamala's in her room. <laughs> and then kamala ends up in the space suit and carol ends up in kamala's room and monica ends up on the other planet and they're just like wait what what's going on and you know kamala's like 16 or 17 and she's suddenly in space ah. <laughs> she's just like shouting and just losing her mind and then she sees nick fury and she's like hi ah. <laughs> is this an avengers test and it's so cute oh <laughs> cute i think it's really well done because when that happens a simultaneous fight on three in three different places happens too <laughs> But then they keep swapping. Oh. So they'll end up, yeah, because they're using their powers and they don't realize what's happening yet. So when they use uh-huh. their powers, they'll end up in another place. So they ha- they have to, like, quickly adjust and be like, wait, who am I fighting now? And, like, Kamala's family is in the living room and they're trying to fight these guys, too. Oh, no. And these guys who have just, like, appeared from space. And it's just, it's really well done, I think. And at this point, I should mention I forgot to. This is this movie is directed by Nia DeCosta, and it's also co-written by her, Megan McDonald and Elisa Karasic. Yeah, I just have to give a shout out to her because I think she handles the all the body swapping really really well. And that later on, there's a training sequence on Carol Danvers' ship where they're learning how to swap but in like in a controlled manner and like figure out like very quickly be able to adjust to their new place and stuff. And mm. so they can try to use it in battle and throw oh, people cool. off. So it's, it's very cool. Cool. So the big, the big villain, her name is Dar Ben. She's played by Zawa Ashton and she is a Kree. She and other kree now call Carol the Annihilator, oh, because she has accidentally basically destroyed their planet. Mm-hmm. So, at the beginning, Darben finds one of these cuffs that Ms. Marvel actually has the other half of it as mm-hmm. the other one. Yeah, they're called something special, but I don't remember <laughs> what they're called. <laughs> and she's using it to open these jump points. And she wants to siphon off other planets, atmosphere and water and all this stuff to get it back to Hala Mm -hmm. to restore the planet. So I thought that was really interesting because I could totally see where she's coming from. Like, I thought it was a good motivation for a villain. Mm -hmm. And also her hatred of Carol is absolutely understandable. Yeah. So it becomes very personal and... Carol hates being called the annihilator and she feels like awful about trying to do something good and she basically destroyed a planet and it's just like oh my gosh i i feel like i'm off my footing as a, like i'm supposed to be a superhero and i can't even do things right basically Aww. um so it becomes very personal between them and so they figure out that this is what Darben is doing because they're there on this other planet where there's a scroll refu- refugee colony when darben comes and makes this jump point and siphons off the atmosphere and they have to try to get all these scrolls to safety and they obviously don't get ed- everyone and it becomes this really like heavy moment in the middle of the film Which, up until then, has been really, really funny. Like, that's one of the the things I loved about this movie. It's so funny. I was laughing out loud so much. And a lot of that comes down to Kamala kind of, like, being a fangirl about Carol and Monica. And she's just like, (laughs) we're a team. And they're like, no, we're not a team. (laughs) And then also, like I said, her family is caught up in a fight. And her family, her mom, Muniba, is played by Zenobia Shroff. Her dad, Yusuf, is played by Mohan Kapur. And her brother Amir is played by Sagar Sheikh. And they're just so funny, because they're like normal, regular people caught up in this. <laughs> and their reactions are really just cute and funny. And they try to they're trying to fight with like household things that they have around and obviously they don't they don't have any powers. And just their reactions to like being with Nick Fury and going into space, and all that stuff. It's just, like, it brings a very lightheartedness to the movie, and I I enjoyed that very much. Nice. But like I said, it does get a little bit heavy when you're talking about whole populations. So Carol is kind of used to not, she's used to being on her own. She's never really had a team, and she's really lonely, but I think she also doesn't, Really trust herself with with the team, but she and Monica and Kamala have to team up and take down Darben, and they go on some adventures. It also gets really emotional. I was very happy with the character arcs. There was a lot of heavy emotion between Carol and Monica, and I thought that really paid off. It got very sad. I will warn you about that, but it, again, it's the MCU, so things are going to continue, and I have faith that that will turn out all right but there was there is a very sad moment toward the end and then even kamala is like actually i feel bad i should have treated you as people not just as superheroes and like they all experience growth and there's so much humor and there's so much heart and i thought the story was great and it's an hour and 45 minutes and they packed all that in and I just thought it was a really great time at the movies and I'm so excited to see it again. <laughs> hey,
0: Well that sounds super cute. I, I really liked WandaVision okay. a lot as you know and I liked the first Captain Marvel and mm-hmm. I mostly liked Ms. Marvel. I thought that it I don't know it's a little teen angsty in places for me and I feel <laughs> yeah. like I got a little bogged down in some of it like it could have been a little bit shorter of a series but I loved like some of the the Pakistani culture things I thought that was really fun the music is so good in that show
1: yes oh wait speaking of that the yeah. Marvel's score is done by Lara Karpman who did the Ms. Marvel music oh sweet
0: nice yeah so it was That's really great. it was really good cool and I do think Kamala is a really fun character. She's so funny and cute. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I am looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to make it to see it in the theater. That's okay. But I will definitely watch it at some point. I've heard that it's not doing as well. So that was kind of making me want to try to watch it in the theater to help it out a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. It sounds really cute.
1: Yeah, I think I do want to address that a little bit because. Oh, okay. This has gotten bad reviews. And I honestly don't really understand them, besides misogyny. (laughs) Yeah. Besides a lot of men going, three women in one movie? Terrible. Yeah. And that's really disappointing. And it's had not a great opening, Mm. which it's still a really good opening. Like I think it's the highest opening that a a black female director has had, I believe. Mm. So it's not nothing. It's not anything to sneer at. Good. But it is, yeah, I feel just really bad that a lot of people have had negative things to say about it when, especially, this came out right on the heels of the strike ending. Oh. So it couldn't really be promoted by the cast yeah, until really recently. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think a lot of things did not work in its favor mm-hmm. in terms of how it came out and the promotion and everything. Mm-hmm. But I really do think people listening if you hear the bad reviews but you were excited about it i think you should still give it a chance because honestly everyone that i've talked to has really liked it cool and all of the negativity is just online and i think that's uh i think that's not cool guys yeah yeah <laughs> this is positively pop culture and i think people should have a more open mind about female led movies basically
0: yes absolutely for sure I do think, like, if we want to be non-focusing on some of the possible misogyny, I think there are, people are experiencing Marvel fatigue, though. Yeah. And that is real. I am getting a little bit of it, even as much as I love the MCU. I'm like, ugh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's been a few that I have not watched, and it's, like, weird. Yeah. So.
1: No, and that's totally fair. And I think one of the things this, like I said, this movie does well is it's the, the, one of the shortest movies in the MCU. And... Mm. It doesn't have, it doesn't require a lot of watching. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's really smart, but I don't know if people, I don't know if people have really clocked on to the fact that you don't need to wa- have watched
0: everything to watch this, you yeah. know? Okay. Well, let's emphasize that then. You don't need to watch <laughs> anything else. You can get it. It'll be clear.
1: Yes. Listen, <laughs> I am the world's worst MCU viewer. Like I haven't, I've barely seen anything in the past five years and I understood <laughs> this movie. So good. Good. <laughs> good
0: well awesome cool well as a reminder of where we can find this so the marvels is still as of this recording still out in the theaters so check it out and if if i didn't turn you off of watching suits that is available on <laughs> netflix and uh probably other streamers but definitely netflix
1: so next time we'll be talking about some more great pop culture stuff so be sure to join us soon
0: our theme music is by joseph dade you can find our website
1: at positivelypopculture.com and from there, you can find the link to the merch store as well as our email, positivelypopculture at gmail.com.
0: And please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Thank you for listening. Stay healthy and safe, and join us next time for another episode of Pause Pop.